<laughs> Where to start this one off? Chad, this is the very first episode of Across the Pond that isn't actually across a pond. I know. How crazy is that? I know. We are not across any ponds. We are kind of in the bush fault almost. Uh, there's just been the most magnificent sunset behind us. Oh, it's been lovely. And this, the sound of the insects and the animals around us, we really are out in the middle of nowhere um, and a really, really peaceful atmosphere. And yeah, it's really exciting, Chad, because we're here for a very special day tomorrow. Yep. Um, there's there's one reason that you're this side of the pond at the moment. Um, and it's been a day that's been three years in the making, I believe. Three years in the making. I mean, yeah, this long time listeners of the podcast will know that uh, I had to postpone my wedding many a time. Multiple so, times. Multiple yeah. times. <laughs> so this is the third time lucky. Um, and tomorrow is actually the day. It's, it's kind of a weird one, even though it's been three years in the lead up. Yeah. It almost feels like it's kind of snuck up on us yes. in a weird way, even though we, we've been kind of expecting it and know it, mm. you know, known that it's coming. But it's almost snuck up on us and all of a sudden tomorrow is the day. Um, and so while we were just about to have like a, I don't know, just a, a chat about, you know, the kind of um, the, the monumental uh, kind of occasion that tomorrow is and mm. what it means and advice and all that kind of stuff. Um, seeing as we had all this stuff here, <laughs> I figured let's let's fire up the old camera, fire up the old laptop and, Dust uh, it and all microphone. And, uh, yeah. and come back to the podcast. And hit yeah. record. So yeah, let's start off. Let's start off with how you've been, dude. Before we we go into to me and tomorrow and all that kind of stuff, how have you been? It's been it's been quite a long time. I don't remember when the last episode was. Yeah. Um, how things been with Barry? Dude, it's been absolutely crazy. Um, I think I think when the podcast we our last episode was a while ago, like you say, I was just in the beginning of my business. I was just in the beginning of starting this new writing business, and I was very kind of cagey about it because I wasn't sure how it was going to go. And was trying this whole new new journey, new adventure, which was uncharted territory at that time. And in the past year and a half, I'd say this this business has kind of enveloped my life in good and bad ways. Um, in good ways because it keeps growing and growing and growing to to a, to a point that I didn't quite think was possible in such a short space of time. So I'm very grateful for that. But the other side also has challenged my work-life balance and challenged yeah. my other parts of my life that have been kind of taken a bit of a back seat in terms of that. Um, and so I remember in, in, in the old podcast days, we talk about that balance and talk yeah. about having the different components of our life in check. And I feel like I've been, haven't been getting that just right at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's been a fantastic year for me. Um, lots and lots of growth personally in the business. And I'm in a position now where I'm very, very happy with where I am. I've got a, a career that's exciting to me. I've got a, a business that is that is is fulfilling and interesting. Yep. Um, and I'm slowly trying to get that balance back, trying to get back into the fitness and the music and all yep. of the good stuff we used to chat about that I haven't really spent enough time focusing on. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I think it's 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 been a long year. I think we're all feeling the fatigue of 2022. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the first proper full year since the COVID debacle, right? So it's the first kind of full year where we get back to to semi normalcy, and uh, have had to kind of make our way through this this brand new normal in a sense. Um, and so yeah, 2022 has been a, been a crazy year for me. Yeah, well, I'm I'm always so inspired by by that story. I mean, not too many months ago you were with me in my tiny little london flat <laughs> and we were talking about the kind of the kind of costs i guess um of of doing something like this of, of yeah. actually you know this whole balance discussion is something that i i spoke about with, with friends way back when and mm. and they back then said you know it's not possible to really uh kind of flourish in any field unless you give it your all yeah uh, and the, i don't know that you know at, at that time i was very 
kind of vehemence on the fact that like you can you can you can do it all you can get balance you know you can you can do it all but but the more the more i think about it the more i think that's that's right yeah uh, any kind of you know sports professional business professional um those that who have made it have really dedicated their lives to to what it is uh, they're trying to achieve yeah and you ha- you have made this your life for the yeah. last uh was it two years or so yeah um and there have been costs right there have sure. been costs at doing that but uh, you've come out on the other side and, and it's uh it's super inspiring uh, to see what you built thank you man thank you it's, and, it's uh, one of those things as well where i think i'm going to struggle with it my whole life i'm always going to want to try and do eighteen thousand things at once definitely. and we have to try and learn and try and like remind ourselves that instead of trying to do 18 things in parallel try and have like a season of your life where you dedicate to one yep. thing and, and make it really really good and kind of get squeeze all the juice out of it because you've got so much time in this life hopefully yep. and we're going to have those moments of being able to switch into new seasons and new ways of thinking and new new things to do um, so hopefully we can keep that in mind as we go forward. Hopefully, hopefully, dude. And uh, yeah, of of all of those things that you said you missed out, you didn't even mention reading. Yes, um, which, yes. <laughs> which I know we've spoken about quite a bit. Um, obviously, a writer likes to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm sure uh, hopefully at least next year, um, you know, you, you pick up some more books. Uh, but but you were you were telling me about a couple of books you read this year, um, some some you really enjoyed. Um, yeah, anything that kind of stands out? Uh, there, there were some technical ones, if I can remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, but I've been trying to, I mean, obviously AI is still a passion of mine, and so sure. I've still been reading a bunch on AI, and we've seen lots and lots of advancements in AI in the last couple of months in terms of these these giant language models where you've got ChatGPT and you've got GPT-3, and you've got these image um, processing algorithms as well. So there's lots of exciting stuff in that space. So I've been reading a lot in, in there. Um, I read a personal development book, which I haven't read for a long time, mm-hmm. called High Performance Habits, which was a good reminder of some of the core kind of principles of how to live a productive life and how to get things done and how to kind of focus on the right things. So that was a nice reminder. I've also been reading some fiction in the last little bit, which has been which has been good. So nice. so reading a Neil Gaiman book, which I've really been enjoying. Um, but but not enough though, Chad. <laughs> not enough. You know me. I I love I love to read, and I yeah. just when you, when you work with words all day. It's hard to then go in the evening and say to yourself, I'm going to book up a book. It's much easier to open up Netflix mm. or to kind of chat with a friend or whatever. So, yeah, it's in December. I'm hoping to have some time off to actually do some reading and get back into it for next year and, and thinking quite carefully about how to structure the business going forward so that I can take that foot off the gas a little bit. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, those days of, of writing that you're talking about, I mean, you were telling me earlier today that you spent eight hours yesterday. <laughs> Eight continuous hours yeah. of writing words. <laughs> How do you have so many words in Chad, <laughs> in I don't. You? It's it's not recommended. This is this is this is a, a cautionary tale. Yeah. Um this is this is purely because there was a client deadline that was just insane and been writing this ginormous report for the last couple of weeks yep. and kinda of getting to the end all of a sudden you think you're ninety percent of the way done, but you realise you're fifty percent of the way done with like three <laughs> days left. So that's why the eight hours was required. Um and it just was brute force. I don't yep. think the words are pretty, I don't think the words are particularly life inspiring um, but they got the job done and so yeah I I think I'm realizing that I've probably got realistically four hours of writing in me per day Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. when I get to the four hour mark I feel that natural decline of I don't know what to say I've got nothing left to say 
And so I think four hours is a is a good spot to be. So I need to get to a point where four hours of writing a day is sufficient for my business and to meet all the demands and meet the deadlines. Totally. And then I think I'm fine. Totally. An eight hour and a half hour day. I mean, I was I was muddled yesterday. If you speak to oh. my girlfriend, my brain was absolutely fried. <laughs> I was nowhere after it. Um, and it takes time to recover from those days. So okay. eight, the eight hour day, the one we've tell about this in the past. The eight hour day, the one day means a waste of yes. a day the next day yes right? it does it does but what it does mean is that um you know kind of 30 minutes ago you were able to close your laptop <laughs> um which you know because obviously we are here for for the wedding and it's, yes. it's quite an undertaking for a, for a groomsman uh it's quite an undertaking for an mc which <laughs> i'm privileged to have in barry as well um and and obviously the bachelor's weekend last weekend uh also quite a lot of time to to, to, to take out so yeah it means a lot um but yeah, you've been able to close that laptop, which is which is incredible. Um, and obviously, there's a possibility it might need to be opened again. <laughs> Let's hope. But uh, but 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 if not, um, you know, you are able to now kind of switch off. Um, you know, be present for for, for today and tomorrow, um, and then you know, enjoy hopefully the long weekend because uh, obviously Friday uh, in South Africa is a is a public holiday as well. So uh, yeah, so at least there were some rewards for 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 that big day. Exactly, and that, and that was the goal: to try and get everything done as best we can. So that the next 48 hours we can be as present as possible. And I think that's the most important word. I mean, your your wedding is, is something we've been looking forward to for a long time. There's been a lot of planning that's gone into this. Yep. And you've got people flying from all around the world to come and be in the same room to celebrate this really special day. And so, yeah, the goal the goal for tomorrow is to be present in all, in all cases and to actually make the most of those moments. I mean, I've been chatting to you about this um, off-air, yep. talking about how a wedding can be a blur if you're not careful. Right. If you if you if you if you are consistently worried about the details and all the things going right, and you're worried about this and that and the flowers and the decor and the, all of these things, it's easy to kind of lose sight of what the day is all about. Um, and and same for an MC or same for sure. a guest in a sense is like instead of trying to record the wedding through the phone or trying to think about it in that way, try and just be present there and just kind of celebrate this wonderful moment like yeah. these, these days don't come along very often right yeah. and hopefully only once in your life Absolutely. um and so that is really exciting so tell me a bit about how are you feeling about tomorrow i'm, I'm sure there's some nerves there i'm sure there's some excitement there yeah. but how do you feel sitting here today knowing that tomorrow you're getting married it's kind of it's kind of surreal uh, like i said it's been a long lead up to it yeah. um i got in, i got engaged in 2018 no. believe, <laughs> believe <it or> not. <laughs> So the f- not sure. quite the five-year engagement, but the four-year Close engagement. Close enough, yeah. Um, which, you know, to be honest, like when we first uh, got engaged, we, we, we said, uh, you know, let's not just get married in six months, one year. Let's, let's make a long engagement. It was supposed to be a two-year engagement. Yes. Um, and then obviously COVID uh, doubled that up. But uh, yeah, tomorrow the, being the big day, um, there's definitely some nerves there. Sure. Um, obviously, you know, just because of the like gravity of the occasion, um, I am nervous that it it's a, it becomes a blur. For sure. Um, and uh, and you know in in the lead up, you know you were you were really good at, at kind of telling me that you know you'll keep me in check during the day. Yeah. Um, just to to kind of not uh, let it let it just fly by. Um, I think a lot of people have um, you know the kind of cold feet the night before. Um, my mother in law even when she said goodbye to me now when when we came out here to the yeah. Airbnb. Um, she even said, "Good luck with the jitters," um, <laughs> and I kind of, you know, I thought about that on the drive on the drive here, and uh, there's not an answer for me that has has jitters. Um, so f- from that point of view, you know, I'm not I'm not nervous, you know, because I think I might be making the wrong choice or yes. uh, you know anything like that. Um, it's just nervous at the I guess the gravity of the situation. 
and of course um well at the at the kind of performances during the day if you'd like <laughs> so you know the speech and um you know we will obviously release this after the wedding so yes yes um we're planning a surprise uh, medley mm. which uh which which there's a lot of variables at play <laughs> um for one there's there's a, a band that's been assembled which has not played together before uh and the only time we probably will play together is is at the sound check so there's a lot of variables to go wrong there but like you keep saying to me um you know this is not a p- performance on the headline stage of Glastonbury <laughs> uh this is a performance to my to my wife yeah. basically yeah. uh when when this will be happening which yeah. really feels weird to say <laughs> I was about to say it feels so weird it chills there feels it feels yeah it feels weird now um but yeah so so like you say to, to not focus on the on the small details uh taking every moment and uh and uh yeah perform for her yeah. ultimately so yeah that's the biggest thing is that i, I mean i've i've been lucky enough to MC a number of weddings and i've seen how everyone wants a piece of you on your wedding day every aunt and auntie every friend every family member and it's easy to feel like you have to spend time with each and every person because they've all flown from far away they've all been Absolutely. a big part of your life they've all got things to tell you and congratulations and all that stuff but at the end of the day you have to focus your time with Cull and with, with with your wife and that goes for any wedding is that that time together is what matters and you'll always have time afterwards to go and chat with friends yeah. and family and catch up and whatnot and so it's up to you to try and um, kind of focus in on on her and and be there together and actually enjoy it right mm. actually just kind of sit there and think this is amazing that we're here that we, like you guys have had a long long journey yep. beyond the engagement like sure. years and years together yep. you guys are clearly made for each other and this is a wonderful moment to kind of celebrate that fact and celebrate that through all thick and thin through all the stuff you guys have been through you guys have been by each other's side and that then that is special right and this is not a this is not like a click Disney fairy tale moments. It's just a commitment to each other that says we're in this for life yep. and we're in this together and we become a team, right? So you kind of been operating as two individuals and the whole idea is that now you become one unit, a yep. unit that's going to stick by each other no matter what happens in life. Um, and I think that that is, that is, that's what life is about. Like these sorts of moments yep. are so, so powerful because on your deathbed, you're going to remember days like this. You're not going to remember the deadlines you missed at work. You're yep. not going to remember the the drama with friends or any of that stuff. You're going to remember days like this. Um, and so, yes, the gravity is there and, I, and, and the nerves are completely natural. But all I want to recommend, and try, I mean, at, at, at this point, you know the stuff, is that mm. just enjoy it and and sit back and revel in the fact that you found your soulmate. Yep. Like, that is a unique experience that is not something everyone gets to do. Yep. It is a... It's a privilege and an honor to find that that human being that gets you, that understands who you are, that sees you for all your flaws and insecurities mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and the, the imperfect person that you are and is willing to love you despite those things, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's let's stop on that for a second. Like the this whole idea of an imperfect person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of, while I was... Yes, I am guilty of still finishing my vows last night. <laughs> but while I was kind of looking at some... Um, you know, model vows, mm. um, which obviously you don't want to plagiarize. Sure. Um, I, 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 the algorithm threw me some other videos, um, <laughs> which were kind of these like gloomy views on, not quite gloomy views on, uh, realistic views on marriage. Let's yes. put it that way. Yes. Um, and, you know, <laughs> basically saying, what would a realistic set of vows look like? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of it is talking about how flawed mm. um, both me and both her are yes. as people. 
Um, and and then you know another another talk came up straight after that of Jordan Jordan Peterson um, talking about the idea of marriage and how it's good to kind of chain yourself to another person and say uh, you know hey we're both imperfect um, let's now uh, kind of trust each other and say hey this is what we're going to do we like yeah yeah you got me I got you cool cool yes. cool um, and let's now kind of grow together and it's now now that we've done this be able to actually truly be honest with each other and yes uh, i mean obviously you know you'd like to think everyone is honest aside from this but sure the, the, the whole idea that came up um with sorry i might be going on to a random rabbit hole no that, that he, that's that what this podcast <laughs> is all about chad you not remember across the phone <laughs> that he was talking about is that when you when you just live with a person yeah um, without marriage yeah um which which i've done um is that you know if if someone better comes along so, so the, he, he's he's basically talking about this unwritten contract. Yes. That if something better comes along, you know, you will leave. Um, and so this idea of marriage, um, where you can't leave, mm. brings out the the, the 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 most deep form of truth yes. that there is, because, you know, you can't leave. Um, and even though yes, technically you can, um, the the idea is that you are chaining yourself to another person. Yeah. Uh, a flawed individual just like yourself. Um, and and yeah, going on this journey to grow together, mm. um, be honest with, with each other, evolve together, because you're not going to be the same person you fell in love with either, yes. and that's also uh, you know an unrealistic kind of view to hold. Sure. Um, yeah. So I I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Uh, I, I thought it was quite a different uh, take, especially when I was watching all of the vows. Um, but but yeah, I'm I'm quite quite glad I, s- I stumbled upon it last night. Yeah, I, I think I think there's 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 power in the ritual and there's power in the commitment. Mm. I I don't agree with the people that say marriage is just a piece of paper and it's just yeah, like 100%. a contract for law and you have to do it for government reasons and banking sure. reasons and all that stuff. Like I think that the whole point of marriage is that when you commit to somebody, you're saying to them, "I'm going to be with you no matter what." Yeah. Like you say, we're going to get old. We're going to get fat. We're going to get ugly. We're going to lose all this magic of our 20s and our 30s, right? And we're going to get stubborn and we're going to fall ill and we're going to have family drama and we're going to have all these things that come along with life. And when you commit to someone in advance of that and you say to them, no matter what happens between us and no matter what happens in our lives, we're going to choose to stand by one another. Yeah. Right. Every single day, we're going to choose to stand by that person, to be loyal to them, to care for them, to look after them, to kind of share in their joy and support them in what mm-hmm. they're trying to do. That is something that you don't get with friends. You don't get with your family. You don't get with like that intimacy that you have with a partner who's going to be with you basically every day for the rest of your life. That is really special. And yes, there are going to be challenges. There's going to be hard times. Like marriage is not easy. It's not like, it's not something that you, you choose to do because it's easy. Yeah. You choose to do it because it is a, a representation of the kind of person you're trying to be. You're trying to be someone who is going to love that person in all of what they are and exactly as they are. And this whole idea of chaining yourself to them, the wording has got negative connotations, yeah. right? And so as I wouldn't say you chain yourself to that person, yeah. but you choose to build a life together. Sure. And you do it in front of all your friends and family so that you have some social accountability, right? Like the reason we are there is to yep. kind of watch you make the commitments and then to help you on that journey because it's going to be hard, right? And you have to lean on people as you go along. But that idea of marriage and that idea of kind of lifelong commitments frees you. It gives you the freedom to know 
that you can be yourself. Sure. You can be your honest. yourself honest yep. and you don't have to put on that face anymore. Yep. When you're in the dating world, you put on this fake character yep. and this fake face, try and be the person you think the world wants you to be or mm-hmm. you think that person you're on a date with wants you to be. When you make a, a marriage commitment to someone, you're saying, I'm free of that, <laughs> right? Absolutely. I can be myself. I can kind of express myself in the way that only I know like well, how and and that is something really special and so I really hope that for you guys I really yeah. hope that you that you get to experience that freedom um, of course I'm not there yet but I, I that, that freedom I think is is what can transition you into the next stage of your life right you're entering a new chapter of your life yeah. and even though you guys have been living together for a while um, and logistically nothing will change actually everything changes yep, 100%. right because you're now saying to yourself cool this is the decision that's going to guide the rest of my values going forward yep. we've spoken a lot about the podcast about how the people around you influence mm-hmm. you right mm-hmm. the five people you spend the most time around you influence who you are when you choose a, a partner that person is the most influential person in your life yep. and so it's a difficult decision and it's an important decision but once you've made it it takes a lot of the weight off the shoulders does that kind of ring true for you that does. That really, really does. Um, and I, I almost, I almost feel like you read my vows and my oh, speech. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I almost feel like you have. Um, it, it, yeah, it's so, it's so true. I mean, it is such a big choice. Mm. Um, but when you, when you find the right person, yeah, um, you know, it's, it, it's it an feels easy, choice. easy, right? It yeah, feels easy. yeah. Um, and and you know, the, in hindsight, having had seven years, um, you know, to to not I mean obviously the choice was right at, at the beginning but to have had seven years to look back on I disagree uh, right the choice is every single day right right so so yes at, at the beginning you made a choice to say let's try this thing let's yep. kind of give it a go but every single day you make a choice to stay with that person yep. Yep. you make a choice to to care for that person and think of that person and kind of live your life for that person so I I don't think you make one choice and it's sort of the rest of your life, right? Yes. And when you get married, you make one commitment. It's like, no, you make a commitment every day to continue to uphold the vows that you're going to, to say, right? 100%. And, and, and that's why I think kind of writing your own vows is so powerful as well. Yes, yes. Um, you know, the, 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 the ones that have gone back, I don't know, maybe 100 years, 200 years, I don't know what, what the exact uh, kind of timings are. They, they they do cover a lot, um, and they and they are kind of fit for purpose and all that kind of thing. But it's it's so nice to be able to dig deep into your heart and actually say what you want to say. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Uh. So so I I really enjoyed that process as well. Mm. Throwing a joke or two there as well. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, which which is always <laughs> always good fun. Um. But yeah. But yeah. Um. I've totally lost my train of thought. No, Chad, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's natural and it's exciting. It, it's super yeah. exciting. I mean, I must admit, like, obviously I'm going to be an external observer tomorrow. Mm. Um, but I think it's, it's, it's really exciting to be in this place. And I'm so glad it's finally happening without masks. And yes. everyone can just yes. kind of go out and party the night away exactly. and kind of celebrate this moment. And also I think what's cool and what I've seen in other weddings is that there's something special about having everyone that cares about you yep. in one place. That is so rare these days. Mm. I mean, our friends are scattered all over the world. Our family are scattered all over the world. To have a day where everybody that you care about from different circles of life and different yep. parts of your life 
come together into one place is is really special. Definitely. I mean, I felt on the Battlers weekend where I got to meet friends of yours from other parts of your life that, yep. that are not connected to where I'm from, right? And you get to see the different components of who Chad's friends are and kind of see yep. like the different pieces of his of his puzzle, if that makes sense. And that was really cool to see. Yeah, I mean, it was even it was it was weir- even weirder for me because it's it's kind of like a, a colliding of worlds. Yes, um, yes, you know, you kind of set up a new life for yourself uh, on the on the other literally the other side of the planet <laughs> um and you know you've kind of always just known these two separate pockets yeah uh and the, that weekend and certainly uh you know tomorrow is is, is going to be this colliding of worlds which mm. is uh which is something i'm really really looking forward to but just talking about um the, the kind of reasons we have guests at our wedding yes um I, I think those days of kind of inviting everyone you've ever met um you know having a 200 300 person wedding uh, <laughs> in terms of guests um well at least for me i, I think those days are gone and, and i think part of the part of that reason for me is is like you said uh it, it's that accountability factor it's it's mm. it's it's people that you actually interact with and see uh on a on a frequently to semi-frequently basis yeah um that are that are there to to witness uh you making those commitments and to 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 hold you accountable for them so uh yeah f- for me the idea of having you know distant uh, family of family of family and uh you know people you don't actually interact with uh you know on a frequent basis uh i, I don't know I, I at least think that that's uh, that's kind of dropped away a bit um yeah i'd be keen to to hear your take on that so so i don't think it's dropped away at all i think you've got it right right the, w- the way you guys have approached it and you said to yourself cool i know there's people i could invite that 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 might be family friends or extended family or even friends you haven't seen in a while sure. or haven't kind of been involved in your life in the last couple of years um and you've chosen to focus in on a smaller more intimate wedding that includes only those people who actually actually care about you right and actually yep. have been involved in your life in the last little bit I've seen so much drama in other weddings where people feel pressured either by family or just by social pressure to yep. invite people that don't, shouldn't actually be there in the first place. And those guest lists get, get very um, bloated and kind mm-hmm. of full of people who shouldn't actually deserve to be there. Um, but people feel obligated because that auntie looked after yep. them when they were four or that person invited me to my wed- their wedding and so now I have to invite them to my wedding or... Even even worse is when that person invited me to be a groomsman, so I feel like I have to invite them to be a groomsman too. And, sure. and and that kind of reciprocation sets up this this environment where you've got people at your wedding and you're paying a lot of money for these people to be sure. there who actually aren't, like you say, those people who don't hold you accountable. Yeah. And so I think you guys got that right. And I, I wish I saw more of it in the weddings that I've been to because the guest list can become the source of contention, especially when one partner thinks one yeah. thing and the other partner thinks something else, right? And so when you've got that A list and B list and C list and you're mm-hmm. trying to figure out where you're going to draw the line, um, I think what you guys have done is, is superb. And I think that you have to be proud of that because the, those are just difficult decisions. Yeah. It's difficult to say we're not going to invite those people, but I think it makes for a better day. It makes for a, a more important kind of, wedding and you know when you're standing up there and you're looking out across the crowd you know that every single yep. pair of eyes you you see 
actually cares about you, right? And actually okay. wants the best for you and, and is going to be there for you going forward. It takes a village to, to, to get mm-hmm. these things right, right? Mm-hmm. And so you want to know that those people you invite to your wedding are going to be the ones that in 10 years' time when you're going through a rough patch are going to be willing to pick up the phone and say, Chad, what's up? How are you doing? Yeah. Can I help? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you, dude, uh, for one. I, I appreciate that. I really do. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do wonder whether it's kind of the evolution of how many people we know <laughs> yes <laughs> you yes. know as uh, kind of travel has become a thing For as sure. um you know people don't really stay in their hometowns anymore and and kind of family life has, has drifted i think yeah. i think as well unless unless families make a, a really big intense effort to kind of uh, keep those values strong yeah um and yeah i mean and in and in my case uh you know that that definitely has happened so uh yeah hard decision like you said um i agree i, th- I think i think it's the right decision mm. um it's one of those where I kind of thought the number would be bigger, but uh, but ultimately, like you say, it's not about the number. Yeah. Um, it's about it's about who who you interact with um, frequently, who's going to be there to pick that phone up, mm-hmm. um, when when or if um, things uh, things things go a little bit rocky. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, it's coming up very very soon. <laughs> uh, I'm also conscious that. Uh, if anyone is watching us, uh, we are in. It's you know, it's gotten very dark, dark here as we we're in the African wilderness out here, and, uh, and so load shedding and, and load shedding as well. <laughs> yes, so so if you if you haven't if you haven't been following, uh, South Africa has been going through a, a rather rough patch, Chad, yeah. and load shedding has has reached a really frustrating level, um, to put it lightly. Um, and so a lot of our days are punctuated by these sorts of, of darkness and lots of candles around. And yep. we've kind of resorted to having candlelit dinners every night, Chad, <laughs> which is very romantic. Um, and uh, also, yeah, so, so so we are very dark. So if you are watching on YouTube, we do apologize for that. But hopefully the sultry voices that you're hearing through your headphones uh, will make up for that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I must, I'm a, if I pivot quickly. Yes, um, yes. Super, super <coughs> keen for the wedding. Just, quick, just a, quick, a quick pivot. Yes. Um, I feel quite guilty actually because um I well we we kind of left our listeners without a final episode mm. um which which I did try to plan in I was to say <laughs> um but but I feel guilty because I I was actually the driving force behind us um taking a pause from the podcast and the reasons at the time were to focus on my on my uh, more promising prospect uh, my YouTube channel and this year has been so hectic that I haven't even done that. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel I feel guilty on that front. Um, but I suppose in a way, it's kind of given you the space as well to 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 double down on the on the business. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's obviously going really well. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, how how how's it felt not having across the pond in your lives? Um, I, I mean, I did get quite a few messages from <laughs> from listeners saying well, what happened <laughs> where have you guys gone yes yes um yeah i've missed the day i really have missed it to be honest um i think the, the sorts of conversations we used to have were not the sorts of conversations i have with my other friends if that makes sense yeah so we, we used to talk about all the things that fascinated by us and no matter what weird and wonderful stuff i brought to you you were very patient and you, <laughs> you bared with me and you kind of we, we talked it out right we talked about important things about our lives about the world but also like the less important things the things that the funny things we found or the interesting things that we found um and i think without that weekly schedule of mm. thinking i mean it was stressful let's not be let's, sure. let's not let's not get around that like try and figure out what are we talking about this week yep. and trying to make it interesting and and, and kind of 
all-encompassing and trying to focus on different things. It was challenging, but it gave us, it gave me at least a reason to to keep up to date with what's going on. Yeah. Keep up to date with what's going yeah. on in the world and kind of follow the bits and pieces that, that, that were there. And there's something about like a publishing schedule mm-hmm. that keeps you on the straight and narrow and doesn't doesn't let you like we knew every week across the pond was coming out whether we liked it or not. Yep. So we had those nights where we were absolutely slammed with everything. Sitting at ten PM in the night trying to record an episode even with yep. like fried brains brains, right? Um and so yes, I do miss that. But it's it's totally understandable why we took a break. I think that both of us were hitting these these weird moments where we had to kind of throw everything into what we were doing. Yep. And even though you didn't get as many YouTube videos as you would have liked, you still saw nice channel growth and you still saw nice growth in those videos, right? And of course the wedding has been yeah. months and months of planning. Yeah. So you can't expect to be able to keep all the balls in the air. And it's kind of it's kind of ironic because we talked a lot about focusing on one thing, right? Yep. And not trying to do three thousand things. And the podcast is one of those three thousand things. That's true. Um and I think both of us were a little bit frustrated by the lack of growth in the podcast. 100%. Frustrated by the fact that, yes, we had amazing friends and family and, and a small group of, of listeners around sure. the world who had joined in, but we hadn't yet become Joe Rogan just yet, <laughs> right? Um, and so, yeah, yeah it, it, it's hard It's hard to put all this effort in and not see that, that J-curve up and to the right. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a factor. Um, but yeah, I miss the conversations, man. I miss getting to yeah. chat with you so often. I mean, I think after we stopped the podcast, we, we, we our relationship we faded a little bit, right? It did. Because we, yeah. we didn't have that opportunity to sit every week and kind of chat mm. about these things. And so I miss True. that. No, same. Uh, 100% same. I, um, for one, I now live under a rock. <laughs> I literally, I don't, I, I hardly look at the news. I um, mean, that has some pros, That's you know, a from, a, from yeah. a mental health perspective. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, when the planet is doomed, it's quite good to not know what's going on, but yes. but obviously not good. Um, not good to not, not not know what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I miss it as well. Um, in terms of the in terms of the talking, one of the big reasons why I started the podcast, mm. um, or why I asked you if we could start the podcast, yes. um, was so that I could I could talk more, um, get better at talking and articulating thoughts, and I noticed that that has uh, that has dropped my ability to to hold the conversation and make sense throughout has dropped significantly. <laughs> so much so that I've I've recently downloaded an app um, called Elevate. I don't know if you've seen it. No, no, what's Elevate? Yeah, so it popped up on my Instagram actually and it's, and it's a whole bunch of these like mental games. Okay. Um, so it, it's it's from language to maths and, and arithmetic to um, reading, like speed reading, all that kind of stuff. Um, yes. So yeah, I've actually taken out a one-year subscription to try and kind of just just oiling these cogs if you don't <laughs> use these skills they they kind of drop yes um, but but the, the podcast was a key uh, that was a key reason that, that i was keen to do it and and, mm. and i definitely noticed some some degradation after that um the other thing is yes i didn't do the the youtube channels but looking back on this year um it, there, there were a couple of other things going on as well <laughs> um i did a half iron man in, yes, in portugal yes you did um, I remember talking about the first one I did with you, and uh, you know how how great of an experience it is. It still is an, a great experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, congratulations for that. Oh, by the thank way. you, thank <laughs> you. Dude. Hopefully, one day we can we can do one together. Sure, um, that, that is that is a hope, Chad. That is a hope. I mean, one day. <laughs> um, yeah. So so there was that, and then yeah, shot my first uh, wedding. Actually. Yes, yes, that's so exciting. So, how was that experience? Because uh, like. For those who don't know, Chad has obviously been a very passionate photographer and yep. videographer for a long time. And I've been trying to push you to get into some of these yep. more professional and trying to take it more professionally and do some of these paid um, pieces totally. of work or at least kind of 
do work for other people mm-hmm. um, because I can see how much talent you have and how, how skilled you are at what you do. Thank you, dude. And so it was so exciting to hear when you told me I'm doing my first wedding. So how was that experience? I believe it was in the most picturesque place oh. possible. <laughs> Honestly, um, yeah. I, so in the lead up to it, okay, sorry, I will answer the question. Yes, yes. <laughs> in the lead up to it, um, I actually approached a, a South African photographer who I really admire her work mm-hmm. um, and asked if she'd be open to doing a mentorship um, so just a, just a one session, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of boost the confidence levels a bit, I think, um, which, which I did. And her name is, is Claudia Takes Photos. Um, and yeah, I mean, when we, when we spoke about kind of the, the typical photographer's journey to photographing weddings, mm-hmm. it's typically a lot longer. There's a lot of um, second shooting. Okay. So shooting for an established photographer and learning from them on the ground, yes. uh, you know, as as the day fall unfolds and all that kind of stuff. And so for me, t- for me, the, the experience was completely different. Um, and, and she was kind of, you know, shocked almost in a way that you know my first wedding was my first wedding. I went in straight cold. Mm. Um, but but on the other ha- on the other hand of that, um, just to give a bit of context, so I shot for for a, for a set of friends mm-hmm. who were getting married in Portugal. Um, and and they basically just covered my costs um, to to fly out there and, and stay there and all that kind of stuff. Um, so and it was also a smallish wedding, so it was kind of thirty people. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I kind of said to myself, okay, um, you know, obviously, I I'd like to be more confident at yes. what I do, but if things go badly, it's friends; they're not paying for it in terms of like actually paying for my time. Yeah, and it's a small wedding. Um, so, you know, I kind of had these like mitigating factors. Mm-hmm. But in all honesty, looking back on it, it was it was it was incredible. <laughs> I, I actually I did really enjoy it. Um you, you know, to to be able to capture uh, we've spoken about the kind of gravity of of what a wedding means, but yes. to be able to kind of be a fly on the wall mm-hmm. for someone's most important day of their lives um is is something really special. Mm. Uh, and I and and I, you know, I have no doubts that for wedding photographers it's a it's an emotional roller coaster really there's happy moments on the day um you know and there's there's sad moments on the day as well when you when you come to speeches and uh and you know people are honest and talk about the kind of challenges of life and all that kind of stuff as well and yeah uh and and yeah it's just one of those days that uh, that that hits hits all of the feels um <laughs> and so uh, obviously, after after the day, I was absolutely shattered, I'm exhausted. Sure. <laughs> I also took nine thousand photos, which I probably nine thousand <laughs> photos. Yeah, I overshot. There's no wow, doubt. Wow, Chad, nine thousand photos. That uh, is amazing. I mean, I mean, that's that's one of those things where you, where you you know you want to make sure you're going to get it. So you, you don't over, want to miss the shot, right? Yeah, overshoot. Um, which so it, you know, in any future ones, I, I'll definitely be Shoot more less. cautious of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like you say, the the venue was a dream for, mm. for anyone uh, any established photographer would dream to get that and for me with no experience to, to get that I, I still can't believe it I, I didn't tell the wedding planners uh, that it was my first time until until the end until they Good. saw the gallery Good. and they were shocked they were really shocked that it was my first time so yeah I, I think I told you when you when you asked me because you actually did message me like right on the day straight after the day which, which I really appreciated um, you asked me how it was and, and I, I kept having these wow moments mm. uh like not just wow moments, but moments where I involuntarily said wow, yes. like out loud, um, just you know driving through, and it, it kind of yeah reminds you as well how how beautiful this planet is, mm. how beautiful uh, life is, uh, and and how special it is, and how it should be cherished, and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it, it definitely wasn't uh, you know just just a just a job, if you'd like, 
the editing, however, is a slightly <laughs> different different. Because because I suppose all of the all of that magic, all of that picturesque, all of that energy, all of that, like you said, the full human experience that you that you get to see at a wedding. When you're back home in front of your computer, <laughs> a couple yeah. of weeks later, um, I'm imagining the, the, the that same energy is not there. Chad. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, let's just say the nine thousand photos became one thousand photos. Good, um, good, which is better. Triage, yes. But um, yeah, I mean, basically, uh, how how I did it is I I released a sneak peek gallery, mm-hmm. which is 135 photos or something like that, uh, which is still quite a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, those were my my best and favorite photos um, of the day, and so I. I loved editing those. Mm. You know, it was, I, I thoroughly, I loved it because I could now present the, the highlights of the day. Yes. Um, and obviously just being able to see like on on a computer because, you know, the tiny little screen on the back of the camera, like while you're shooting, you kind of get a feel for what you're capturing, but you don't, you know, you don't really quite, uh, quite grasp it until it's there in its full resolution and, and mm-hmm. color and all that kind of stuff. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Now that I'm down to the thousand, it's slightly less enjoyable. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's also hard to try and make sure you're not duplicating. So I think I'm yes. going to still further whittle down that, that thousand. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really keen to be able to, at the end of it, have this portfolio of work, um, and, and ultimately to present it to the couple as well and, uh, and kind of get together with them and, um, and 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 see them reliving that day, um, which which I think is quite special to be able to do for someone. So um, yeah, all in all, great experience. Um, w- def- defi- would you do it again? I was just about to actually <laughs> answer that. Yeah, I, I I definitely would. I definitely would. Um, obviously, it's at the stage now where it's a matter of kind of trying to figure out how how to incorporate this a bit more into mm-hmm. into life. Um, it seems as though weddings have a season. So the kind of summer season for for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um. So you know, trying to, because ultimately it, it is it is a time intensive task for sure. Um. But but it's a definite possible career. There's no doubt about it. Um. You know, photographers can do fairly well, and uh, and you know, you and I have have spoken about the the kind of uh, need to to um, feed your soul rather than mm-hmm. uh, just just chasing a bigger bank balance. Um, so, so yeah, uh, in, in short, yes, I would, um, how or, or when exactly that happens. I don't know quite what, what that looks like, but, um, it's definitely a di- direction I could, I could see myself going through. Well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the one and only Chester is available for all wedding bookings. Um, use promo code across the pond to get 10% <laughs> off your, your photography and videography yeah, needs. Um, that's super exciting, man. Congrats. And I think... It's it's a small step. I, I was very happy to see you were taking it, and I'm hoping it's the first of many. I hope that yeah. you find a way to kind of integrate it into your life. I know it's challenging because you feel like your finance career is in a whole different ball game. It's just hard to kind of kind of grift between the two, um, and so that is a challenge. But I yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%, and I think that your your pictures speak a thousand words as cliche as that is it's like your pictures are good enough to to put yourself up up there against anybody and so i think that anyone would be lucky to have you as their photographer um not just because of the the skill you bring but also the understanding of what the day means and i think i think photography like you can correct me if i'm wrong but a lot of it is understanding 
What is the emotion you're trying to capture? Sure. What is the, the story behind the photo? It's not just enough to be look good and have the right color grading and the right kind of yeah. focus and all that stuff. And it's it's about understanding what is the story you're trying to tell. Mm-hmm. And when they look at it, do they feel like it represents them in their kind of authentic, raw self, That's right? Exactly. Even in a world where everything is filtered and everyone's trying to put on their best face, mm-hmm. you hope that your wedding photos capture a little bit of the magic of the day. And um, we, we've spoken about how it can be a blur. And often those photos are the only things you have left, yep. right, afterwards. They're the only things you can look at and try and re-kind of place yourself in those shoes that you wear on the day. Um, so that's really exciting. I mean, that's exactly it, dude. You you, you nailed it there. It's, it's, about, it's about storytelling. Yeah. Um, and I think it's very easy to... Uh, kind of make it just about poses and mm-hmm. uh, you know recreating a shot you saw, but um, I, I mean ultimately you you want you want to capture the essence of the people in front of you. Yes. Um, and I, I must say it is impossible to to take yourself out of that equation. I mean everyone every one of us has a frame of reference, mm-hmm. um, and so experiences, views on life, uh, you know, all, all of that kind of stuff, it, it, it bleeds into your work, it does. Yeah. Um, so if you do treat every single moment as a kind of a precious moment um, and you try and kind of read the room and, and, and learn, know the couple, um, I think you I think you can come away with something that uh, that is quite special to them um, and, and for anyone else really looking at it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, I, I think that's what, all photographers expire to do. I mean, you in your in your writing, right? Mm. Uh, I mean, stories. The importance of stories. Uh, to be honest, I, I, I when I was looking for something to read, mm-hmm. I kind of searched searched the the, the bookstores for <laughs> kind of storytelling stuff. And there's there's so much out there. Yes. Um, just because it is such a key part of what makes us human. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whatever the medium, telling stories will never die. And, and, and often people lose that in the the pursuit of perfection, right? Mm. They're trying to make something that looks perfect or sounds perfect or kind of has all the right components to, of status or of um, whatever you're trying to communicate. Sure. But at the end of the day, a good story is going to win through all of that. Um, and, and like you say, we're storytelling creatures as humans. I mean, marriage is a story we tell ourselves, yeah, right? It is. Even though you sign a contract and you kind of you have this commitment from everybody it's a story you're telling yourself that you're going to believe for the rest of the, the rest of the world rest of the rest of time sorry um and a lot of mental health is the stories you tell yourself in your in your brain so we are storytelling creatures and we we derive meaning from the stories we tell ourselves about something that's happened and so a photo is like this amazing snapshot of a single moment that can have an entire kind of novels and novels and novels of stuff yep. behind it right um, and if, if you're that person and you understand the context, you understand what the, what that photo means, it can be very, very powerful. Um, and so that's what's so special about what you guys do in terms of capturing those moments. Um, and my only hope is that tomorrow you use your yeah. brain and take some mental photos <laughs> of that kind yeah. to make sure that you capture each and every moment of, of your wedding. Um, and yes, while there'll be a real photographer there taking actual photos, mm-hmm. the mental photos are also what matters. Um, and to try and take those moments of, of calm and peace and gratitude to realize that as you look around you and you see the people who have gathered to celebrate your commitment, to celebrate your love, um, try and take those mental images because that's what's going to last for the rest of time. Um, and yeah, it's, it's such a special day that photos still don't do it justice right it's your memories yeah. and your 
kind of your mental image of what that day is all about. Yeah. And if anything, the photos bring you back to that place mm -hmm. where you can then suddenly re-see the you know the, the the hues of light and the kind of smell the, the smells and hear the sounds yeah. of exactly where you are. I mean, where we are right now is actually not far away from the venue, so you can hear you know you can hear the crickets in the background. Yeah, and and that will kind of transport transport you back. So, yeah, I think that's a great place to. That uh, brings us full circle, Chad. <laughs> that brings us full circle. Um, it's been it's been so cool to sit here. It's been so good to see you, man. It's like likewise, dude. It's, it's tough when this ginormous pond separates us and. Yeah. Yes, you can do Zoom calls and you can do video calls, but there's something special about being in person and spending the weekend, last weekend with with you and the boys, um, just getting up to getting up to mischief out <laughs> there was, was was good fun. Yeah, um, and it's been so nice to kind of get to see the whole part of the Chaz Sturdy ecosystem. Awesome. Do you know awesome. what I mean? Like awesome. a, a lot of friends I've met of yours, and I, I meet them, and they're all unique in their own way, but they've got this common commonality that they've somehow made an impact on you, and you've made an impact on them. Um, and so yeah I'm I'm very excited for tomorrow I've got lots of cool stuff up my sleeve so hopefully <laughs> I can deliver yeah, um, and I think that yeah no matter what happens tomorrow no matter what goes wrong no matter what goes right no matter how things go whether it meets your expectations or not I would just encourage you to try and be as present as you can and just kind yeah. of just enjoy it like days like these like I say don't come yeah. along very often and so the more you can be present and just kind of sit back and enjoy and relax and revel in this fact that you're marrying your soulmates i mean what's better than that right absolutely well thank you dude i, I really appreciate that and uh yeah i appreciate you you coming along to all of the events uh in the lead up and, and kind of after um and yeah that means a lot to me uh, obviously this friendship grew on this on this podcast yes <laughs> um so yeah to, so like you say to to kind of involve you in all, all, the, all those other kind of uh, parts of it um re really means a lot so yeah really really appreciate it and uh yeah man it's it's been it's been good it's been good to to kind of uh, get get on the airwaves again and uh, hopefully hopefully the the listeners uh, enjoy it too uh, if anything this is always such a great kind of time capsule yes um so you know to to be able to listen back to this it, it's kind of crazy to, to to go back in 20 years time to the night before my wedding <laughs> and listen to you know this the, the the state I was in yes yes um, is, is is super special so so yeah appreciate that uh, we have stamp that down together and uh yeah thank you again dude of course and that brings us to the end i think of episode 86 if i'm not mistaken of across the pond it's been such a treat to be back on the microphone and i hope you guys have enjoyed it if you've made it this far you're an absolute legend as always we appreciate all the messages all the messages of where are you why have you stopped where's the podcast uh, we appreciate that and so we hope you've enjoyed this little this little peek into a very important day in chad's life and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to tomorrow and we hope that it's going to be an absolutely wonderful celebration. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching us in the dark if you're on YouTube. And uh, we'll see you next time on Across the Pond.